Hi everyone and welcome to this week's Monday Memo. Now when you speak to people about finance, professionals and accountants, they might give you back two different perceptions. On the one hand, they might describe us as complicated because we talk in strange terms, EPS, NPV, Rocky, Crokey and so on. Or that we've got these unnecessary controls and bureaucracy, uh, in effect we're like an overhead that slows down the business making decisions. And sometimes you do things that don't make sense to them when explaining the numbers or perhaps pointing out various risks that we're seeing. And then on the other hand, you've got others who might say we're actually very good at simplifying the complex, helping them make sense of it, understanding the numbers, developing useful checklists, pointing out things that they might have missed, blind spots, giving them peace of mind that the numbers are looking after themselves. And in fact, they want us to do more of keeping things simple for them. But either way, whatever the perception is, we're constantly being asked to do things more simply or continuing to simplify. And even as uh, Da Vinci said, you know, simplicity is the ultimate sophistication. But are we in danger of taking this sentiment too far? You know, I mean, at what point does continual simplification and continuous improvement of what we do become damaging? And it's interesting because this point came up on a recent conversation I had with a guest mentor. We were recording with on the show and, and that interview is due to go live shortly and um, we actually agreed amongst ourselves that whilst keeping it simple is quite good at some point that embrace of simplicity veers into a very dangerous territory you know that situation where complexity and friction is always viewed as the enemy and people then become addicted to convenient oversimplified thought processes i mean for those of us who have those smartphones with loads of various apps trying to simplify our life and make things easier you know what I mean? They, you can end up having too many of these things. You know, and when this shift occurs, you know, let's call it oversimplification, there's a huge risk that everyone suffers. You know, imagine um, we're trying to explain a key point, a key message uh, to decision makers, you know, management or the owner of a business, and we've oversimplified the following sentence by taking out the spaces. So what you get is a, a jumbled up list of letters. So what you might want to do if you want to sort of take part in this exercise, grab yourself a pen or type it into, into a note or whatever. Uh, the following letters, R-E-V-U-P-5 percentage sign, W-I-T-H-N-O-P-A-T-I-N-L-I-N-E-A-T-1-0-M. So when you're looking at that jumbled up uh, of letters in a sentence, um, and you've taken the spaces out, obviously, what is that message trying to convey? You know, it's, it's complete oversimplification. So let's let's add a bit of complexity back in. We go and we go and add some spaces. So make it, you know, do something else to it, transform it. And then what you get is a sentence is rev of 5% with no pattern line at 10M. So, okay, it's a bit more useful. So maybe let's translate into something closer to plain English. And it might read revenues up 5% on forecasts with no PAT, which is net operating profit after tax in line with forecasts at 10 million. Okay, so what I'm trying to do is peel back something that was perhaps oversimplified to make it a bit more useful. So oversimplification can move us away from actually being useful. It actually could even cause more problems than it solves. You know, so if we don't pay attention to the details and we start taking more shortcuts, as in dropping spaces and, and reducing some words to 
to three-letter acronyms and so on, we're very much in danger of wasting time or taking our eye off the key message, exactly the opposite of what organizations are paying us to, to do and provide to them. And ultimately, it will lead to the wrong decisions. So imagine your line manager said that, I want to make all the employees in this business happy. And I'll let it up to you to figure out how to do that. Well, one way you could do that is immediately sign off a 10% bonus for all of them. But is that really the right thing to do? You know, probably not. So how can we avoid some of these pitfalls of oversimplification in an age that really much values oversimplification? Well, look, I've, I've four thoughts that I've garnered from talking with the guest mentors on the Strength in the Number show. I think the first one comes back to knowing your why. You know, why are we being tasked to give that insight? What's the purpose of providing it? What is it that we're trying to achieve or what behavior, behavior are we trying to, to drive or change? And does what we've done with our messaging and focus and attention help us do this? I think the next one, and this comes up quite often as well, is looking at things from an end-to-end perspective. Yes, this takes more time, but it's important to understand both the upstream and downstream effects of what we're trying to do. What information needs to come to us to ensure we don't oversimplify? And what do we need to do to prevent oversimplification downstream so something doesn't get lost in the message like the old Chinese whispers effect? So i.e., you know, what's the point of, of doing what we're doing uh, to avoid the cost of oversimplification? Another key way, and again, it's why we do strengthen the numbers, is to compare and contrast uh, with others, other peers, or even other substantive metrics. You know, so benchmarks, peer analysis, ratios, trend analysis, to get us a get a sense of whether or not we actually miss something. And this is something I think we're very good at doing. So it's a natural inbuilt part of of our our finance and accounting mentality to help us. Uh, reduce oversimplification and avoid missing something and then i think a key one that a lot of us probably intuitively know but how often do we actually do this um, outside of say doing our regular audits is closing the loop you know so when we end up oversimplifying some things we actually make mistakes you know it happens i remember once a sales leader i was working with misjudged the importance of of actually having an undocumented verbal commitment is part of a deal and it hurt his bottom line. So to prevent that in future, we close the loop by assessing our controls and incorporating enhancements where necessary and getting that balance between reducing friction on the one part and complexity, but also making sure we've not oversimplified our controls. So look, hope you found this Monday memo very useful. If you did, please remember to share with your friends and colleagues who can subscribe on all the major platforms, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, YouTube and Spotify. And also tune in to our next guest mentor interview to help understand how you can better gain influence within finance and accounting within your organizations and become involved in more meaningful decisions that really make an impact for you and your organizations. So until next time, take care of yourselves and let's keep on building our strength in the numbers.